One of the things that um, I've noticed is that the demands for data tend to come to pe- come from people who, on a day-to-day basis, tend to work in Excel. So as a result, they, they're familiar with data. They like it. You know, they can do lots of things. So within hospitality, the roles that I tend to think of are people who, who request this sort of information tend to be the revenue managers. So now that we're getting more automation, now that we're building systems that people can have faith in, which is the way I tend to like to think of it. You know, before systems weren't as reliable. We know they weren't as reliable. Now they are a lot more reliable, a lot more trustworthy in what they're going to do and so on. The role of the revenue manager, how do you think that's going to change um, uh, as we move forward? Yeah, so I, I see revenue management as, as two parts, really. I think you have the tactical pricing element, and that's something that Atomize does. We literally, we determine second by second, day by day, hour by hour, day by day, whether I charge £130 or £132 for a particular room on a particular day, and that's been constantly evaluated. That sort of stuff has been done by revenue managers beforehand, and it took them an inordinate amount of time to collect the data, to clean the data, and then make a decision. Quite frankly, on something that was, you know, literally whether I charge two pounds more than I'm charging today, which, you know, considering the amount of time that they spent was, was a, you know, not the best use of their time, not the best use of their capabilities. So that tactical pricing element is very well suited to automation, provided you, you know, have access to the right data. This, the second part of revenue management is what I'll call strategic analysis. And that's where you are doing multi-dimensional analysis on the market, on your business, to really understand where your guests are coming from, what their profile is, what their likes and dislikes are, how you're going to attract more and convert more of that, that business. And there are business intelligence applications. We're not one of them. We don't do business intelligence, but the business ap- intelligence applications that will, again, bring a lot of that data together from a variety of sources and allow the revenue managers and, and indeed broader commercial teams to really understand more about their business and then uh, design programs, whether it's marketing or promotional activity or distribution activities or whatever around attracting more of that business and and converting more of that business so uh yeah i think the role of the revenue management is going to become much more strategic they're going to do less of the day-to-day data collation uh more strategic in nature and more collaborative they you know arguably they they won't just be they won't be called revenue managers anymore i think they're gonna you know they'll they'll become sort of broader commercial specialists within a broader commercial team and and uh, their their roles will become much more aligned to marketing distribution sales uh, and, and sort of general operations yeah I, mean, I agree with that when i think about other industries you know because every industry has somebody doing the role of a revenue management i don't know of any industry that doesn't do that certainly every industry that i've ever worked in has had they have a different job title but essentially they're, they're doing a similar thing. And when I think about manufacturing, and just as manufacturing as an example just popped into my head, actually, there it was actually, you understand the products, i.e. a one bed is a product, yes. a two bed is a product, 
a two bed with a balcony is a product, a separate product. You know, all these little nuances, they're all products. But then it comes down to, well, how do you actually either reinvent that? How do you understand what else is going on in the world? And all of that kind of stuff falls into almost product development and product management. And that's where I think revenue managers are going to move towards. I, I agree with your concept about strategy, because it is about strategy. But when I think about the work I've done in the past in other industries, the people who have aligned themselves like that have ended up working quite closely in measuring not just what the hotel is doing, not just working with the CEOs in terms of are we meeting our expectations, but helping the board members understand are they meeting the expectations of their investors. Yeah. It, it, moves, it moves very much along that line because those skills are actually quite complex. Yes. You know, and but it's nothing to do with working out it's moving significantly away from it's 32 dollars a night here please it's a very very different type of role but i think in some respects one could argue it's actually a a role that is bigger and potentially more rewarding purely because you're taking a bigger view of the actual hotel itself yeah i agree it, it's it's it'll be you know there's nothing rewarding about um spending days doing menial data collection and data cleansing and 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 then by the time you've come up with the the results the market shifted you know things have happened and and the analysis that you've done is is irrelevant uh you're absolutely right the the roles are going to become more valuable more fulfilling and and i think we'll see a lot more of what you know, those people that were previously doing tactical pricing actually becoming much more valuable members of these broader holistic commercial teams. Mm. I think fundamentally, though, in order to achieve these what are called lean commercial teams or lean op- lean commercial operations, you, you need an integrated ecosystem of technology to take care of all of the um, those repetitive and manual tasks. You know, if, if you can, it, it's... What what happened in the past is you you had specialist applications des- designed for specialist users based on the siloed approach to to hotel management. So the revenue management tools of the past were very very complex in 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 their usability because they were designed for people that understood a very that that very detailed complex role of, of revenue management. And the same was true of your your digital marketing teams your your your, your people involved in loyalty or CRM or whatever the case may be. So you had all of these specialist tools designed for specialist users. Are we moving away from that now? Because as the roles become more generic and more strategic in nature, organizations don't have the the means nor the desire to have individuals controlling aspects of their business. They have to open, you know, explode those applications and make them much more accessible to broader, broader teams and, and in order to do so, those teams need to become more integrated. The engines driving these these more important commercial decisions that allow for for cross cross team collaboration. So, yeah, there's a there's a technology shift and there's a organizational shift that's sort of occurring at the same time that is really entirely there yet. But but we're already seeing some some organizations migrate towards this where they truly breaking down silos and, and not relying on specialist users to drive these more complex applications. Yeah, It's quite interesting because one of the things I was just thinking about there was I used to work for a company that was, 
is a big manufacturing company, had about 100 factories in the UK. And I was there when they decided, one of the divisions decided to actually implement a new method of working that had been trialed in Sweden. And the idea was on a, manuf- on a complex manufacturing environment, the idea was that actually you didn't just have a simple production line. What you would do is you'd have people who were in teams and you'd rotate and they would each rotate within the team, you'd rotate it to do each other's jobs. And then the teams then learned the other team's jobs. So to keep the interest level up and to keep the understanding of how important your role is in that manufacturing process, the idea was that it would aid in all of that. Yeah. And one could argue it's almost like democratizing the actual production values to such a point that everybody has a stake in making sure that what comes off that production line is good. Okay, And it, it sounds very much like that. You could argue that's what's going to be happening as the systems come along and they become more accessible. People understand not just what they're doing, but what other people are doing. And that gives them a better understanding of where they sit in that decision-making process and how the outcomes are reflective of their work. Yeah, exactly. You know, Citizen M, for example, they they took that approach for their front of, you know, the guest-facing staff at at hotels. No one was, there wasn't, you know, a front desk manager or a a concierge or whatever. Everyone could do everything and you rotated it and those those roles. And if if someone needed a coffee, anyone in in, in the hotel, Foyer could could serve a coffee. You know, anyone could help with a check in, and and it made the jobs interesting, and it it made those people feel valued and appreciated. And I think we'll start seeing more of that in in the, the back of house operations, where you become more more hybrid in nature, but also more strategic in nature. Uh, so I think you're right. I think that that's a great example of, of of where it's migrating to. We hope you enjoyed listening to this bite sized edition of Hospitality News and Views. The full editions are available on all popular podcasting platforms and include additional material which we hope you will enjoy. Thank you.